0: Hi, I'm Arlen Walker and I'm live from Pelham's Wasteland and today I have got another episode for you guys. Um, I'm not sure how much kind of gaming content is going to be in here. A fair bit of this episode is just going to be kind of plans for the future and ideas of what I'm going to do next and that sort of thing. Um, although I will probably talk a little bit about some of the the games that I either got or played over uh, the Christmas break. Um, yeah, I'll probably talk some about that sort of stuff. And um, yeah, if, you, if you're if you interested in that, you can stay tuned for that. All right. Um, I think that's going to be it for the intro. Let's get on to the content. All right, so what has been going on with me? Um, I had a really nice uh, Christmas break. Um, I didn't do very much work. I did a little bit of work, um, but it was nice to, I had, you know, vacation to take and all that sort of stuff. Anyway, and then my my sister and her boyfriend drove down from St. Louis to be uh, with the family. So we had a really nice time hanging out and um, doing stuff. Um, We watched a couple movies. We watched uh, Die Hard and Alexander Nevsky, um, both of which very fun. Um, I I don't know if my my family quite liked uh, Alexander Nevsky as much as... I like Alexander Nevsky because I like Alexander Nevsky a lot, but um, it was that was a lot of fun, and um, we played a couple of games. We learned uh, Mahjong from Addie's boyfriend Derek, and um, he he taught us Mahjong, and we played that. We also played uh, IDW's Batman: The Animated Series, Gotham Under Siege. Um, which was a lot of fun. It's a very, it's a a pretty light um, board game with uh, there. There are more than a few moving parts, but basically it's you, you every turn you roll dice and you assign one of the dice to um, something on your, your character board, your hero board, or to one of the, the various other things that you can assign dice to like the event cards for the act, um, And basically this allows you to, um, yeah, to, to, to take down bad guys and deal with uh, the, the events that are happening and all of that sort of stuff. So it's a, um, it's a, it's a fun game, not super complicated, not super difficult, um, but uh, it was a whole lot of fun. And you get to play as Batman characters, which is, is pretty cool. And then I was going to run the Pendragon 6th Edition Quick Start on the last night they were there. Um, but uh, we all decided that everybody was kind of too worn out for the intensity of Pendragon. So we uh, did not play the Pendragon 6E Quick Start. So maybe another time we will do that. Um but yeah it was it was a lot of fun um and then obviously somewhere in the mix of that we um did Christmas celebration stuff which was a lot of fun um we uh we did some of it we did a fair bit of it outside um dad put together. He um, brought the fire pit around into the driveway. Um, my parents have a, a fairly wide driveway. And so set up the fire pit in the driveway with a bunch of firewood and then um, camp chairs or, or folding chairs around the fire pit so that everybody could sit. So that's what we did for um, Christmas Eve breakfast with one set of grandparents. And then, um, yeah, there was a lot of there was a fair bit of spending time outside around the, the fire on Christmas Eve on Christmas day. We spent some time out there. I don't think we lit the fire back up. And then uh, later on after, after Christmas we did some, some more kind of sit around outside with guests with masks on to, to, you know, kind of fully do, you know, socially distant and, um, And, um, you know, trying to be outside so that the air circulation, um, you know, anyway, the, the point being that um, we, we had a really nice Christmas, um, I got a bunch of books which is pretty cool I'm gonna have to sit down and read some books and I got some games My grandparents got me Battles for Pradane, which is, if you remember uh, a couple episodes ago, I interviewed um, Ellie Lawson, the designer of Battles for Pradane. And so now I have my own copy of Battles for Pradane. And in fact, last night I um, punched out all the counters and put them in plastic baggies so that I'll have all of the stuff ready to go for when it comes time to actually play Um Battles for Pradae with uh, physical um, pieces and all that sort of stuff, so that's pretty cool um, and then what else what else what else um we also i also got um so i got some money for christmas which i turned into a couple of other uh, tabletop war games i got um the men of iron tri-pack which is men of iron one through three and then arquebus which is men of iron four and then conflict of heroes storms of steel um which is one of the conflict of heroes games the so the conflict of heroes games are all World War two um, kind of company level um, And apparently they play quite well the the solo uh, stuff the solo expansion for um, awakening the bear apparently is really good. Um, in particular Um, and so I got that one and so uh, Storms of Steel is the Battle of Kursk, 1943. So there's a whole lot of tanks and you know heavy tanks fighting each other and all that sort of stuff on relatively open fields. Um, So that's pretty cool. Um, and the Men of Iron is all kind of uh, medieval stuff. Similar concepts, counters on a hex-based battlefield, um, but it's medievals. So Men of Iron 1 is kind of late medieval, the, the rise of infantry um, in the late medieval period. And then Men of Iron 2 is called Infidel, and it's about the Crusades. And then Men of Iron three is called Blood and Roses, and it's about the Wars of the Roses. And then Men of Iron four is the one that came in a separate box, and it's called Arquebus, and it's about um, the invasion of Northern Italy by France in like the the fifteen hundreds, fourteen fifties. I don't remember exactly when, but it's it's um, uh, sort of after, uh, it's the, the latest chronologically, um, after all of that other stuff. So anyway, um, pretty cool stuff. And then there are a couple, there are a couple more games that I've been thinking about. Um, some of my buddies, when I was talking about these games, um, they were basically like, uh, oh yeah, you should get, uh, you know, you should get this this game or this other game or things like that um so that is pretty cool um i now have even more even more games to uh to pick up so um i'm gonna end up with a whole stack of of war games of tabletop war games, um, hopefully. Um, but that's really fun. I am really enjoying messing around with tabletop war games and, um, strategy. I really like, I mean, even in the video games I play, I, I tend to really like kind of strategy games and stuff like that. Um, that was sort of the first set of games that I played. Um, so it makes sense that I would like uh tabletop games that work similarly. So anyway, um, yeah, it was pretty cool. And it's a lot of fun to, to get some new games. So, yeah. I am going to have to find people to play the these games. Um, my thought right now is that um, either my dad or my grandfather would probably be the ones who, of the, the people that I'm interacting with during COVID times, they would be the ones who'd be most interested in... Um... <laughs> In uh, playing some of these uh, hex encounter tabletop war games, um, but I think I could convince them convince them to play, um, and that would be pretty fun. Um, so yeah, that is basically all the the stuff I got. Like I mentioned, I got some books. I got, um, among other things, I got Dux Balorum, which is uh, wargaming rules um, for stand based wargaming um in the dark ages of britain so that's pretty cool um i got as told in the great hall which is uh about another dark ages of britain book i got um the the book on the comitatus that the name escapes me right now from santa um and i got Another translation of Ernst Tiener's Storm of Steel, which is pretty exciting because I haven't read uh, Storm of Steel in a while. And apparently this translation is less uh, sanitized. So that's pretty cool. Um, And I got, what else? I'm trying to remember. Um, There's at least one more like fiction book. I can't remember which one it was Um, let me and I can't see it from here where I'm sitting so no way I'm gonna be able to come up with it from that let me see if I can check the uh, Amazon purchase order and find it oh I got uh, the bitter reach for forbidden lands that's what I was thinking of so that's pretty cool. My parents got me the Forbidden Lands box set on um for uh for my birthday and then um they got me the bitter reach for uh For Christmas, so I've got lots of Forbidden Lands stuff now, which is pretty cool um, So yeah, I got um, a bunch of cool stuff for Christmas. I gave away um, books, that's what I always so um I, I basically always, for Christmas, give everybody on, on my list books. Um, so what all did I give? I gave my grandmother Vindolanda by Adrian Goldsworthy. I gave my grandfather um, the Mark Samuels collection. Gave my dad Swords of the Four Winds. Um, gave my mom Ulverton by Adam Thorpe. Gave my little sister uh, the complete illustrated books of Earthsea. And gave uh, my little sister's boyfriend um, a collection of Gene Wolfe short stories. So I think, I can't remember if I, which one I gave him, Water Strings or one of the other ones. But anyway, the point being, everybody on my list got books, which is uh, always fun. I always hesitate to give uh, too many books because... Um, I feel like that becomes sort of like an obligation if if you get too many books. Then, especially with people who take a long time to read their books, then that represents a pretty significant amount of um, time investment, right? That that if, if it's somebody who only reads like 12 books a year, giving them two books is uh, a lot versus me where I read uh, a fair bit more than that. And so two books is not as significant uh, – an investment um anyway but yeah christmas stuff was really fun and it's got me thinking about a lot of ideas for um the the podcast and my hobbies and all of that sort of stuff in the future so i think i'm going to talk about that next all right so what have i been thinking about well the, the big thing, um, the podcast and the YouTube channel aren't going to go anywhere. Um, but they may not be updated quite as often as um, they were in the past year. Um, and the reason for that is I think I'm going to need... Uh, one of the things that I was thinking about over the course of the break was that I think it would be healthy for me to... Um, shift my, um, hobby engagement a little bit. Um, basically what I'm thinking is that, uh, one of the things that I noticed over the the break was I was reading, um, regular books a lot more, and that seemed to be really good for my mood and my, um, general kind of, situation and feeling and all that sort of stuff. and Therefore, it's probably a good idea to try to keep that up. Um, in which case I may not have as much time for reading um, RPG books uh, all the time and for uh, playing RPGs and all that sort of stuff because the, you know, limited amount of time in any given day type thing. So we're going to see, we're going to, we're going to have to see how things work out, um, how the, uh, the different, um, the different kind of draws on my time end up working out, I suppose, is the, the way to describe it, that, um, in in some cases, will well, we'll we'll just have to to figure it out. Um, see see what um, I can get done within the limited amount of time, and how much uh, podcasting that includes, and how much reading regular books, and how much reading RPGs, and how much reading or playing RPGs, and how much playing and reading these other games, these you know tabletop war games, and all that sort of stuff. Um, we're just going to have to see how all that works out. But what it means is that there may be, I know in the past couple of weeks, I haven't podcasted quite as much as I have at other times of the year. And um, that kind of reduced schedule may end up being the norm for at least a while. We're going to, like I said, we're going to have to see what, um, what works out, and what doesn't. Um, but yeah, that is sort of the idea. That's sort of what I came to is that um, I need to figure out how to kind of alter my um, schedule a little bit, alter how I spend my time and all that sort of stuff. And there's some other other things that I'm going to be doing um, too that are related to that. Um but we're gonna have to see how it all works out. And you know it's it's uh, gonna be a bit of an experiment. and um, once the experiment is uh, in process, there'll be some tinkering and all that sort of stuff as usual. Um, so yeah, that is the idea. That's, you know, that's kind of what what is going on. So, yeah. Um, I hope all of that works for you guys. I hope that isn't uh, too disappointing for anybody who is disappointed by a slower uh, podcast release schedule. Um, I haven't really talked about it, so I'm not sure uh, what I'm going to do for YouTube stuff. Because um, the solo play stuff is fun. But on the other hand, it is... Um, kind of a a fair bit of work and it is time consuming. And that's the, the big thing is that, you know, the, the time consumption is uh, a big consideration. So, I don't know. We're going to have to see where, where the YouTube stuff goes. Um, I'm not entirely sure. What I'm going to do with that, but probably similar to the podcast, kind of tone it down a little bit. Um, That being said, I have a couple of things that I wanted to share with you guys um, pretty soon. So I've got a couple of overviews coming pretty soon um, that should be pretty good, um, should be uh, fun you know, overview content to to give you insight into uh, things that I think will improve your game. And then obviously, if I'm reading regular books more, Reading for Inspiration will be a more regular feature on, on the podcast and the YouTube channel. So, um, yeah, hopefully that will will seat anybody who is particularly... Um, missing my uh, content. So yeah, um I think that is everything. so I think we're ready for the outro. All right, I think that is that. so since that seems to be everything I guess I will just say if you want to get in contact with me you can do so on twitter I am at cows from powis or here on anchor I am obviously live from Pelham's Wasteland on anchor and you can leave a voice message you can leave a comment on youtube live from Pelham's Wasteland is the channel name or you can get in contact with me on discord I'm on a number of discords and um If you're listening to this podcast, odds are good that you're on at least one of them. So, yeah, I think that is everything. Um, I've been Arlen Walker. I've been live from Pelham's Wasteland, and I will see you next time. Take care, everybody.